0: Welcome back, everybody. Um, I know it's been two weeks, so I'm super apologized. I'm trying to play catch up here. We uh, took the kids to Destin for the last week and a half. My grandparents are getting to the point where they cannot travel anymore. So we went on just one last little trip with them so that we could you know, make a, a couple more memories to add to it since they're not going to be able to do that anymore. Um, I completely planned on recording while I was there, but didn't really have much of a chance um cuz between my four kids and my two nephews and is like all of our family was there, like it was just complete chaos and unfortunately my husband wasn't able to be there. So it was just me taking care of the kids and, and doing that. And I mean, I had help with like my mom and stuff like that, but you know how it is. Like you don't ever want to just shrug your kids off on people. You have to have them with you all all the time. So I, uh, excuse me. Sorry for yawning. Um, I was kind of busy in that and Think really get much of a chance to, and you know had it had a great time. Really enjoyed, you know, spending time with my kids and making some some more memories. And I know, like, what I kind of want to talk the most about is what everyone's talking about right now: the Valdi shooting in Texas, and all the the lives lost and the hard times, and kind of how that has, how that affects, you know, all of us as parents, and I don't know about you guys, but I'm one of those moms that if my husband and I are watching a movie, and, or a TV show, and something happens with a kid, or a baby, I'm like, nope, can't, can't, and I get up, and I leave, like, (laughs) I wait till that part's over and Aaron calls me back in the room. I, I just, I can't do it. I picture my kids' faces and I picture if that were my kids. Like, I, I make it very personal when it has kids because of my kids. And I just can't do it. And I think about, you know, when I worked at the hospital, at the children's hospital, all I saw was, was kids that... You know, were injured or sick and pictured my kids and a lot of those kids i got incredibly close with like they would give me um things like ideas i could do with my kids at home things that they enjoy that my kids would probably enjoy and it was just one of those things that like you just you really do just make it very personal So, last week, when the shootings happened in Uvalde, I took it personal. Like, hearing those stories, seeing the news, seeing what all those parents are going through. I I don't want to imagine, but I can't imagine. Like, it's... It's something that is gut-wrenching. And... I'm angry, just like everybody else is angry about it. Like, it's not right. And you would think that after the school shootings that have all happened over time, that something would stick where everything stays locked and doors stay closed. Like, I don't understand what teacher felt that they needed to prop. A door open. Like... (laughs) That door being closed... And it locked like... What route could... That kid... That 18 year old kid... Have gotten in? Um... I think about... The mom that... Drove 40 miles... To... The school... To save her kids... And gets arrested and convinces the US Marshal to uncut unhang like take her out of the handcuffs and she runs in that school, gets both of her children and gets out. Or the guy that he was off shift and he was a police officer. Police officer or US Marshal, I don't remember which one. But he was off shift. He was getting a haircut. And gets a text from his wife that there's an active shooter in the school. She was at her, her daughter's school, well, her kid's school. And he was off shift, so he didn't have his his gun or anything. So he took his barber's gun, went to the school, went right past everybody, got in there, got his wife, got his daughter, got out, and made sure they were safe. And that they were okay, and then he ran right back in that school to try and start saving more kids. And it, it's like you you look at these these parents, and they are heroes, and not just heroes to their own kids. They're 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 just <laughs> truly heroes to those children. And you know, I feel like. I would be absolutely terrified if I got a text from my kids or a call saying that something's going on in their school. Yes, baby. Here. And I would be terrified. But at the same time, I feel like because of my fear of losing them, all the fear of what could happen to me would leave my body. And I, I really feel like I would find a way to get in that school. And get my kids. And find out where they are. And. I just. I really can't imagine. Like I can't imagine. Having to lay my baby to rest this week. Like these. You ate all your ice cream? Like all these other parents. That are. Laying their kids to rest. Kids that. The last thing that they saw on this earth was evil. And I know they're all in heaven now and they're looking down on their families and they're safe in God's arms, but they should have been safe here too. And it's what could have been done to prevent it? And what can we do to help these families and It's frustrating that so much is becoming political that you lose sight of what's actually going on and what these parents are feeling and going through because right now they're not thinking, Oh my gosh, there needs to be stricter gun laws. No, they're thinking, Why is my children not here? Why is my baby not here? Why did this happen? Like they're they're not thinking about what's my president gonna do? Like that's aspect of it, I feel like, would not be at the forefront of my mind when I'm having to lay my world into the ground. Like, it's... I apologize for the tears. (laughs) But it's just one of those things that you... you just really think about. And... honestly, every time... I've... I mean, I'm 36 years old, and there's been... Uh, a lot of school shootings and mass shootings and a lot of evil that I have you know seen and and been around for in my lifetime and I've been a mom for 18 years and in those 18 years like I've always kind of thought about these kind of things growing up but when I became a mom 18 years ago is when I started seeing things from a whole other level. Those rose-colored glasses were no more. Like, you start to really analyze where you're going, what you're doing, who you're around, so that your kids are safe. And, I mean, in my life, I'm, I'm at the point now where I hate leaving my house. Like, I love to leave so that I can, like, go do things and you know, have adventures with my husband and my kids and make memories. Don't get me wrong. Like I love doing that stuff. But at the same time, a very large part of my brain starts analyzing and thinking, okay, if I go to the grocery store and something happens there, what do I do? Where are my exits? Make sure I have my phone. How would I keep my children safe? I think about if I, you know, am going to the, to get gas and I'm like making sure that my doors are locked, even with the kids inside so that no one tries to come and open up a door to get them out. Like, and what kind of life is that? And you, now it's, everybody has to think about, um, uh, oh my gosh, like my kids are, are going to school how do I keep them safe? What can I do to ensure that they're going to be okay? And it's just, it's terrifying. Like, you trust the teachers, obviously. And I know a lot of schools are starting to train their teachers and allow them to carry for protection. And sorry, she's busy making faces in the mirror and being beautiful and silly. Um, But you take your kids to school and you give them kisses and you say okay, I love you. I'll see you in just a little bit. You go back to your day, you get your errands done and house cleaned up and they come home Mommy. and you get excited to see them Mommy. and ask how their day went like i mean Mom. we have our routine Mommy. and with ours i see it beautiful with our kids i think about if something were to happen to my kids i i just i don't know what i would do like i just my heart Mommy. truly goes out to all of the families that are experiencing loss right now um, from the shooting in Uvalde and from the shooting really everywhere that they're losing their their loved ones it's I just I can't imagine how, how they must feel I feel like I've I do everything I can to try and keep my kids safe. And I know those parents did too. And it's, you just think and question. And the more stories I read about that, um, the shooting, the more just heartbroken I get. But I don't stop reading because I'm like, I want, I want to know. Like, I want to know what is going on and what's being done to help them and what can I do what can I can con- contribute to help even if it's not directly helping them what can I do that will help and like there's I don't know if you guys had heard this story I read an article um that was talking about this little girl that She watched her best friend get shot and die. And when he had his back turned, she took her friend's blood, smeared it all over herself, and played dead. Why? Why? do our kids have to do that? Why do our kids have to know that? Like it's... It's okay. Your owie? Okay, come here. I'll give your owie kisses. Um, I mean, it, it's a wonderful thing that she knew that and that she was able to keep herself safe. But what happened to... There, kisses on your owie's. What happened to the days of being able to play outside safely until the lights come on? What happened to being able to ride to the other end of the neighborhood to your friend's house and going back and forth? What happened to being able to safely go to the school bus stop um, to go to school, like nothing safe anymore. And it's just I just can't imagine. I know I keep saying that, but it's like it's so surreal everything that's happening. And the you think about that guy, that cop that hurried to the school, breaks a window pulls a little girl out and she said he shot her he shot my best friend he shot my best friend she's dead and he said okay take a breath like who's your who's your best friend and she said her name and that was his daughter like I what these parents are feeling right now I feel like... you never heal. Like, time passes, and... the wounds in... your heart... they scab up. Like, they're trying to heal, but... the scars are always there. Like, you always... feel a difference. And I just... I pray for every single one of those families, and i've I've prayed multiple times for them and that the babies are in heaven safe and hand in peace and that the, something happens that provides a type of of peace and comfort for those families, whether it be, their children, brother, sister, niece, nephew, um, the, the two teachers that passed. and You know, one of them, I heard the story about how she was trying to save the kids and she her and one of the students, she had her arms, both were shot and killed. And The husband, when he found out, he was so heartbroken, and he went to the school a few days later, um, and was, you know, bringing flowers to put down with everything everyone else was bringing, and then within a few hours, he had a heart attack and passed away, and they said that it was his broken heart, and... it's just credit to those teachers because they literally just they were heroes too and they gave their lives to, you know to try and protect those children and to do their best And the purity of their hearts came out that day when they were trying to do what they could to keep their, their kids safe and I know that teachers when they are You know, when they have your children in their classrooms, that is their children. I mean, the teachers I've ever met for my kids, that's the way they thought. And I just, my heart goes out to just everybody affected by this. And honestly, even really the parents everywhere that's hearing about this that now is hugging their babies that much tighter I uh this I've always been protective and I've always loved all the big things and the small things with my kids I always have I've always been a part of it I try and stay as active with them as I possibly can but this last week took it to the highest level it's ever been and I've done a lot of reflecting and a lot of thinking, and I just am grateful that I have my kids here. And you don't know if God's gonna take you first or them first. Like, you don't know when, you don't know your time, you don't know how. And it's terrifying when you sit and think about it. And I'll be honest, like, I feel guilty like I'm in love with my kids all four of them and I would do anything for them I would have run right back in that building just like the other parents but I feel guilty because it's like this world keeps just getting darker and darker and more evil and I brought my kids into this and I just pray that As they grow up and they see this and they experience the things around them that aren't right, that they do what they can to be a light in the world and to be positive and to be nice and to just be that friendly smile if they're at the grocery store and walking by someone or just, you know, say smile and say good morning if they're walking past someone in the halls at school or just uh, the three seconds you take to be kind can be something that changes that person's whole day it changes their whole 24 hours and I hope that anybody and everybody that that listens to this if you hear anything if you've made it all the way to the end of this podcast do something positive each day of your life something that is nice for somebody else. I'm not saying you have to go and spend a hundred dollars on somebody and take people to to dinner. That's not what I'm talking about. I mean be smile at somebody. It really is as simple as a smile even if they're like looking at you with a smirk on their face like they're better than the world or that they're just angry at the world smile at them. Be nice. Say hi because those kids that passed away last week I I keep hearing the stories about like how they were, you know, Christians and they were Like, there was one little girl, I read a story that she was, you know, made a little video where she was talking about the Bible. And you hear all these other little stories about little kids that they were always smiling and being friendly to other people. And the kids that were in that room that lived, the things that they're, the trauma that they will most likely remember and experience the rest of their life. Like, things might not happen traumatic throughout their life, but because of this traumatic experience, that PTSD will always be there. And they're going to need people smiling at them. They're going to need people showing them love and compassion and that not everybody in this world is evil. And I just hope that everyone can use this as a way to smile, be kind and loving, and in the memory of those smiling kids that played and lived their short-lived lives, they lived them to the fullest that they could with enjoying life and making their families happy and their friends happy and everyone smiling and laughing and in their memory do that for others teach your kids to do that for others um, lead by example don't, don't lead with evil and hate lead with kindness and love because those kids deserve to have all of that and their families deserve to have love and support and just we just need to be that change and I, I know that's like one of those cliche sayings like the change you want to see in the world but it's a real thing like if everybody like if you could just take every day and smile at 10 people and those 10 people smiled at 10 more people can you imagine how fast that could spread like if everybody was just kind like it's it's not a hard concept. I just don't understand why people don't grasp that. We just need to be that love and in the memory of them. Just spread it. Spread all the love that you can. <laughs> enjoy your kids. Help their faces to be engraved in your mind and just enjoy every smile and every laugh. No, it's Kiss. <laughs> yeah kiss every boo-boo and just hold them tight love on them every night before bed and just always make sure that they know you love them because you don't know what could happen tomorrow and if anything you always want them to know how much you love them and that's something I strive to do every day of my life is to make sure that the each of our children knows how much they're loved and what their value is and just that we would literally run into that school for them so on that note I am praying for every single one of those families that are going through their loss I'm praying for everybody affected by it Everyone that has listened to the stories and been affected by it. Everyone that's lost their a, a child. Um, everyone that's going through a loss. Everyone that's listening to the story. My kids, my kids, friends. I'm just praying for all of you. And I, I'm not one of those people to say, Yeah, I'll pray for you and I don't. I really do pray for for all of you and for peace and comfort and love and joy in your lives. On that note, I pray you guys have a blessed week and hope that you all continue to smile and be friendly to people that you meet in your life each day. From this mama to y'all, I love you guys and we will talk to you next week.